0: Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Takes with Jake. Um, took a couple days off from my last podcast. Was a little bit busy, but I am back. Have some things I want to talk about today. I want to talk about uh, first off is Rotten Tomatoes officially trash. Um, have some takes on that, some thoughts. I want to talk about fantasy football. I'm in the finals, no big deal. But I had a pretty electric semifinal matchup that I want to talk about. Um, and then I want to talk about a story that happened to me, uh, the other day while cleaning the apartment. It's pretty gross, but, um, I wanted to share what happened there. Update is right now I'm actually cooking while doing this podcast. Um, so I just want to talk about a little bit of cooking too, just to get that started. I, uh, I moved out of my parents' house back in September. And uh, you hear that knife cutting sound? That's cutting some Brussels sprouts out. And um, I was a little like worried. I never cooked for myself before in my entire life. I have a, a great mom who would spoil me and cook dinner for me every night. So when I finally moved out, I was like, oh, shit, I need to learn how to cook. And this is just my, my thought, my advice to any millennial young male. Because that's probably what my viewership is a uh, millennial male in their 20s, learning how to cook for the first time. My advice is, it's really not that hard. Like I have a roommate who his meals are like yogurt and um, yogurt and fruit or a bowl of like plain pasta. That's what he cooks. And coming from a place where my mom would make some pretty bomb meals, That would be pretty depressing for me if I had to eat that after a long day at work. So, I was like, I need to learn how to fucking cook. But basically, what I learned so far is that if you just take vegetables, if you go to the store, buy some vegetables, buy some asparagus, Brussels sprouts, spinach, whatever, you name it, and you coat it in olive oil, salt, and pepper, and you cook it, it tastes pretty freaking good, and it's super easy to do. So, that's one thing. The other key thing I figured out, too, is don't get too fancy. Just buy some meat, chicken, turkey, burgers, uh, hamburger, if you want to mix it up, and just cook that up with some vegetables. And you have yourself a full-on meal in about 25 minutes, like, at most. And if you meal prep and you cook a bunch of it at once, you, you can just come home, fire it up, and you're good to go. So that's my thought right now. So right now I'm roasting some, or cutting up some Brussels sprouts. I'm gonna do a Brussels sprout. All you have to do is olive oil and some vinaigrette. Put that in the oven with some asparagus. And then I'm gonna take some chicken sausage, which I bought for myself from Whole Foods, and fry that up a little bit too in the the pan. Some olive oil in that. And then I have a full tasty meal i didn't have to spend extra money on ordering uh a sub or chinese food or anything like that and i can do it from the comfort of my own home so that's my advice just want to start off with that but anyways to get to the real episode here uh rotten tomatoes so in my group chat the other day we were talking about movies the um law body citizen was on which is a gerard butler movie that's another tangent for another day though but he had a career that I want to talk about at some point. Anyways, the, the conversation came up about some movies and their Rotten Tomato scores. And someone brought up the movie Bumblebee, which I had no idea what the hell Bumblebee was um, until I looked it up. It's the new Transformer movie. Um, first off, Transformer movies fucking suck. Like, they're just a bunch of fucking flying metal flying around for two hours occasionally you get a hot girl in slow motion and they do that for about two hours long throw in, you know mark Wahlberg or whatever and they just pump them out left and right they're all the same i have no idea who's fighting hugh because it's just blue metal versus black metal and that's it and then so i was like oh it's a transform movie whatever and i looked up further i looked at the trailer no, it's the same fucking movie as Shia LaBeouf's, which is the only semi decent Transformer movie. But they did the same exact movie, and this movie doesn't have Megan Fox carrying it. So I have no no idea how this movie can score a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes when like Law Abiding Citizen gets like a sixty five and is a fire movie. Like, how does that work I, I think they overrate like kids movies and um family movies it, but i mean it just it doesn't make sense to me how a trash transformer movie can get that higher rating so i said it before on podcasts but i'm officially out on rotten tomatoes i'm no longer going by that i think it's a ridiculous score metric i will not i don't care if they say it's a hundred and five percent on rotten tomatoes I will not see the Bumble movie, Bumblebee movie. Absolutely 0% chance I'm seeing that movie. That movie looks terrible. Unless there's Megan Fox nudity in it, there's 0% chance I'm seeing that. So that's my take about Rotten Tomatoes. Let me know what you guys think about that as well. Have you guys had a weird Rotten Tomatoes discrepancy where you see a movie that's too high or too low on their scale that you want to talk about? Hit me up. Um, I will tweet this episode out after. we would love to get some comments on these. About your Rotten Tomato experience. Is everyone else out in Rotten Tomatoes? Like, what's the deal? Uh, so, that's what I want to talk about there. For fantasy wise, though, I'm in a pretty serious fantasy league, and I made the finals. We've been doing this for six years now, so our sixth season. I made the finals for the first time in our league history. And I want to talk about a little bit. About my building, my roster building process, because I'm kind of proud of it. I have been kind of building this team up for the last three years, um, sort of in a rebuilding fantasy mode. We do a keeper league. uh, So I was trading my keepers for more assets and keep on building that up, building that up, to the finally point where I had 40, or sorry, seven picks in the top 40 this year, which had turned into Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas. Uh, Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, Derek Henry, um, Brandon Cooks, so a pretty solid squad, was able to steal Mahomes late, um, I had a good feeling about him coming to the offseason that he was going to have a big year, so I stole him late, and put together a really solid team that I'm pretty proud of, that finally made the finals, uh, but my semi-final matchup was pretty electric, it was uh Against the kid who is the best fantasy player in our league. Uh, shout out to Cam Farnham, if you listen. Best kid in our league. In terms of his consistency over a year-to-year basis, he's, uh, he's pretty elite. Just a fantasy guru. Uh, so I was the underdog heading into the matchup. Um, but I felt pretty good about it. Uh, just because he beat, he beat me twice this season. And, uh, it's hard to be a team three times. It's hard to be a team three times. So I felt pretty good going into it. You hear that noise? It's actually tinfoil. laying the tinfoil down on this cooking sheet. Like so I can put the asparagus and Brussels sprouts on that once I cover those in olive oil. Um, anyways, I had, I was down seven, heading into the final game, Monday Night Football. And I had Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey. He had Kamara. I've never seen this many lead changes in one fantasy matchup coming down to the wire. I mean, it was back and forth. Every single other drive, someone was taking the lead. I mean, it was just a crazy game. It came down to Kamara having that holding call, if you recall, on a 30-yard run. Took some points away from him there when he tried to jump uh, jump over the guy, hurdle the guy. There was a holding on that play. But then it was like, every carry he had, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to break it. He's going to break it. And freaking Luke Kuechly, Superman Luke, made play after play. You know, if I win it all, I may have to send a little Venmo to Luke Kuechly because um, I owe him several points, which was the difference. He uh, That one tackle around the goal line was... Um, I thought he was gone, and Keekly came out of nowhere and just made the tackle, which was huge, huge, um, so I thank Luke there, but anyways, I'm up two points, and they have Alvin freaking Kamara, who was a major pro Bowl snow, by the way, that's a different story though, um, and was basically unstoppable to that point, ripping off run after run. And they decide to go with the end around to the five foot six Tommy Lee Lewis or whatever his name was, and he fumbles out the end zone, and that was that right there sealed my fate. That made me the uh, the winner of my game. So thank you, Sean Payton, for overthinking it as always because you do overthink a lot of things. So I appreciate that it gave me the win there, and um, I'm pretty pretty excited about my. Uh, my finals matchup, I think I have a good matchup heading into the week. Um, feel pretty confident about where I'm at there. So that's good. So finally I have, so what I do is I heat the Brussels sprouts up in the microwave because they cook, uh, take a little bit longer than the asparagus to cook. So this kind of gets them started a little bit and then I can throw them in the oven at the same time with the asparagus, a little pro tip there for all you cooking at home um so yeah so the other thing i want to ask though because i took down the the big champ in our fantasy league and i want to ask my uh listeners what is or who is the most hated person in your fantasy league and i'm not asking you, like who do you actually hate because we don't hate anyone in our league but who's the guy you all root against because every league has someone they root against that everyone's kind of hoping loses and I feel like if you do the, the league long enough, you have the same guy almost every year. So who is it in your league? And what makes him the guy that everyone roots against? So hit me up with those responses. We'd love to hear it. Uh, in our league, it's Cam Farnum. We all root against him because, again, he's been dominant. So the fact that I knocked him out uh, puts an even bigger smile on my face. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about today and... I was thinking about talking about the Pats today because I'm a huge Pats fan and they've been struggling as of late, but I just don't feel like talking about them right now. They, I feel like they're, they've been talked about enough. If you listen to anything, I got cut off by, uh, my podcast got cut off by one of those fucking like fake calls. Unbelievable. Those things piss me off so much. Interrupted me. Anyways. I think where I got cut off was talking about the Pats and how I don't want to really talk about them anymore um, at this point. There's nothing really to be said. Never going to count out Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. Um, I think they have a long road ahead of them, though. But I can see them getting hot in the playoffs still. I can see them pulling it off. They've never won, um, or they haven't won a Super Bowl in a long time or done anything really as an underdog in the playoffs. I feel like they've always been kind of the favorite one or two seeds so let's see if they can pull it off as a three seed here um make some noise again never going to cut those two out and i still think they have the talent this year next year is a whole different story that team is going to be uh pretty tough to watch next year I think. anyways my last story i want to talk about here and right now just to interrupt again i'm covering the brussels sprouts in olive oil salt a little pepper and then taking that vinaigrette that i talked about and just kind of dabbling it over there that gives it that nice flavor once you roast it um so that's that anyways so three roommates as i mentioned before um we all have sort of duties in terms of chores around the house around the apartment i got stuck with um got stuck with the bathroom duty which sounds gross i mean obviously the bathroom cleaning is not ideal but in terms of square footage it's way less in the kitchen and you know i just kind of throw in some wipes take some wipes throw them around clean everything sort of clean the toilet shower spray that down so it's not terrible i mean it's obviously not ideal to clean the bathroom but it's not usually that gross what happened last time i cleaned it though is a different story that was disgusting um so we have a little trash bin in the toilet in the bathroom obviously and usually that trash bin usually the trash bin is just to throw away basically the paper towel our paper our toilet paper you know the little cardboard rolls and some you know tissues and stuff like that so nothing like and usually, I just take it, and even though we have a plastic bagging lining, and I usually just take it, dump it into the main trash, and then whatever, leave the, the plastic bag in there because there's no reason to take the plastic bag out and waste the plastic bag when it's just cardboard in there. So, anyways, last time I'm cleaning, I'm like, oh, it's the same thing, like just going to, um, you know, dump out the trash. And I'm dumping the, the trash into the trash. When all of a sudden, I look down, and sorry, I just put the stuff in the oven, three twenty-five. Let that roast until it's nice and crispy. Um, so yes, so put that in the oven. Oh, so I empty the trash, and there's fucking pubes. I kid you not, all over me, all over me pubes everywhere and instantly i started to gag i'm like holy shit what the hell but i i froze there's just pubes everywhere everywhere on me and i was like holy fuck what the hell so i texted my roommates because they weren't home and i was like please tell me please tell me that someone didn't shave their pubes into the trash can like tell me this is facial hair, and my roommate immediately texts back was like holy shit I'm so sorry. So I was covered in my roommate's pubes. Gross, so gross. So when I want to ask people like first. So then my other roommate chimes in. He's like, why didn't you just empty the, the take the trash bag out? And you know I told him. I told him that, like, there's never been pubes in there before for me to, like, think about. I shouldn't have to think about pubes being in there and, like, emptying the trash bag. Like, why waste the trash bag when we can just dump it out? So I've never, like, had to think about that before. So I want to hear your thoughts. Like, who's in the, like, shaving your pubes, is that a crime? Shaving your pubes into the trash can and not telling your roommate about it or not volunteering to you throw it out if you know you have pubes in there? Is that the crime or should I have just taken the trash bag like people have said and just dumped it in th- the whole trash bag into the trash? I don't know. Where do people shave their pubes, by the way? Um, there's a lot of pubes like full on bush. He must've had. So that's that. There's a lot of pubes. Anyways, that's the last episode of cooking up some chicken sausage right now. So my hands are a little bit dirty, but I'm going to focus on that. But anyways, going to tweet this out again. Hope everyone listens. Uh slightly down last time in terms of listeners. Thinking it's just because I did like a later week episode. People are out and stuff. So hoping that um this episode brings me a little bit more audience. Um I talked about cooking and cleaning today, so maybe I should change my art like audience to uh like Martha Stewart type people. I don't know. Anyways, um let me know your thoughts. Hit me up. I'm gonna tweet this out. Uh, Going to do a podcast soon again, episode five, coming out hopefully sometime next week before the holidays. Um, So give me a listen. Give me your thoughts. Have a good one, guys, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed my cooking tips. Thanks.